Attention Life Tips listeners, looking for better ways to become better, smarter, faster, and wiser? Well, listening to Life Tips is a great start, but how about if we gave you an easier way to listen? Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to Life Tips and even more programs that will help you build to a better health, wealth, and lifestyle. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Making your life smarter better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. Byron White here. I'm here with Jill Vanderwood. Jill, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Right on. You're the author of Shaking Behind the Microphone, and I'm sure you are not nervous for this interview as a result (laughs) of publishing a book on this, Jill. Is that correct? That's correct. (laughs) Good for you. Well, I know that people listening in uh, obviously are tuned in because they probably have some fears. Maybe they have an upcoming event. Tell us a little bit of some of the, the, the inner secrets went into the development of this book so people can understand where you're coming from. Okay, I started out having a fear of my own, which I carried most of my life. I started in about the fifth grade, noticing I was afraid to speak in front of people, and I just got worse through high school, and I didn't really start to overcome that fear until I became a writer, and I was an adult, so I had to speak in front of people, and I had to figure out how I was going to do that. When you write, Jill, I'm curious, do you talk when you write is your is your voice in your head when you're writing something pretty much yes and is that what brought you over this incredible phobia you had to 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 start speaking like you write and writing like you speak and becoming one tell us a little bit about that blend well as a writer i was asked to speak and teach workshops and then I out how I was going to do that because I had never done that before. I always wanted to uh, avoid speaking as much as possible. But most of my communication was done through writing up to that point. So the writing was my voice for a while. Hmm. Now, you're the 2008 Writer of the Year for the League of Utah Writers. Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. You've written some children's books, and uh, you're also a, an active speaker on the topic of your new book. Um, how much do you speak, out of curiosity? Well, more on the radio right now. I mm-hmm. don't have a, I have a few workshops lined up now, but I'm mm-hmm. more on the radio, at least once a week on the radio. Terrific. Good for you. Tell us a little bit about the phobia that people have, what is the root of why you're afraid? Is it just something innate? What, what, what's the cause of this fear that people have? Well, everybody had a different reason. Maybe something traumatic happened to them. Maybe they just don't like people looking at them. Maybe they're afraid that they'll ask when they speak. They're, everybody has a different reason. Mm-hmm. And it comes out looking the same, but it really has a different root. Do you need to find the root of the problem to fix the problem, or, or can you overcome it with good tips and tactics? It would probably help if you knew what was causing it, because then you could fight that. 
the thing that's causing your fear. How do you find what the cause is? Well, one of the authors that I interviewed has a book about public speaking, and his name is Mark Grimm. And he says that to write down how you feel when you speak and what you think you're feeling and why and what you think when that first started and go through the process to figure out what is it. Hmm. So a sort of a systematic approach to self-diagnosis maybe? I think so. Hmm. What can people learn from your book, Jill? They can learn how to be more confident. They can read about other people who have had the same struggle and overcome it, such as I interviewed a comedian, and his name was Dan Nanan, and he even was performing in front of the president and Donald Trump, but he started out being on stage for Intel Corporation, and he was afraid to do that, so he went and took a comedy class, and it kept snowballing and he became famous as a comedian so you'll learn about other people how they did it hmm. tell us about building confidence in general on that very subject how do you build your confidence confidence to speak in front of people practicing you can practice in front of one of your pets you can practice in front of your family members start out small and then just keep building up your group and put yourself out there. Go in public and speak to somebody in the line at the grocery store. Just keep speaking and keep on practicing. And then I also have self-talks. So I, I tell myself, you've done this before. This is the same thing. You don't have to be afraid of this. And I also went skydiving. So skydiving, I felt, would help me because I was facing a different fear. And when I faced that fear... I could tell myself, you went skydiving from 12,000 feet. You're not afraid of these people. Tell us a little bit about humor, the importance of humor when you're speaking and how that connects with the audience. Tell us how, how that plays in. And also tell us a little bit about why it doesn't work, but you're just not funny and how that can bomb you and, and make you feel terrible. Not everybody is able to use humor, probably, because some of us are just not funny. So, But you can tell your stories and how you maybe bombed on a speech and then how that made you learn not to do the certain thing again. But humor doesn't always work. You have to practice humor, and not all of us are funny. I don't really think I'm that funny. Neither do I. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding, Jill. I'm <laughs> you kind of took me by surprise there you see jill you gotta be quick around here okay <laughs> um i'd love to hear your thoughts about the heart and speaking from the heart and how important that is to to connect and engage with people well when i'm speaking about my stories i have experienced them so if i was to get up and tell you about fear of public speaking and i was never afraid then I don't think you would even get it, you know. But if you're already afraid of public speaking and you hear somebody else who's overcome that and they're telling their heartfelt story, I think that it, you'll relate to that better. What's your take on the Toastmasters Club, which are in lots of local areas? 
I went to Toastmasters because I had volunteered to teach a workshop, and I had never spoken like that before. So I went to Toastmasters. I had six months to learn how to speak better and to build up my confidence. And I think it really helps because you're always asked to do something at the Toastmasters Club. You can't just be a um, spectator. How influential is, is how you look, what you're wearing, how your hair is combed? The reason I put that in one of my talking points is because if you are confident with what you're wearing and that you look well, then you're not self-conscious when you get up in front of people. You don't get up in front of people and think, oh, this makes me look fat or my skirt's too short or um, how you feel has a lot to do with how you speak because you're thinking more about your talk than what you look like. Got it. Let's take a break, everyone. Back with a few more tips and advice when we get back on how to curb your fears and become an amazing speaker with Jill. Back in just a minute, everybody. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Best Search Strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best Search Strategies. On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back, Jill. Thanks. What about preparation for your speaking event? What's your take on that? I, I've, I've uh, spoke quite a bit myself, and I don't know. I sort of have a little routine that I do, and uh, how important do you th- think our routine? And what are some other tips prior to speaking that you need to focus on? Well, if you're really prepared, then you don't need to use your notes to speak. And if you use your notes, you might get lost, and you're depending too much on that. So... If you're really prepared and you know your topic, you should be able to speak on it no matter what, even if you get lost. You should be able to pick it up at any point. And so I think preparation is very important. Huh. And do you have any, any, any routine that you do yourself that we could learn from? When I'm going to speak, I usually think it out through in my head for a while, and then I'll write down everything, everything I think of. And then I'll put them into bullet points so that I'm just using one or two words to remind me in case I get lost or want to see whether I've covered everything. Huh. And do you write that down? I run, but in the end, I'm only using keywords, yeah, not that's... the whole note. That's my secret as well. I mean, I start to write. Maybe I'll write the note out once, but then I'll I'll do. You know, I'll go from you know uh, script almost to uh, you know bullet points to buzzwords to you know sort yes. of map it out as part of my preparation. Is that am I on the right track there? Very very close to what I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And what 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 are some tips on on speaking from PowerPoint presentations? That's probably the most common form that people are speaking from these days. I haven't had a lot of good luck with PowerPoint, so <laughs> I have to have my still have my bullet points so that if I get lost on the PowerPoint, sometimes I've depended too much on the picture, and I couldn't talk until that picture came up, and then somebody got a hold of the clicker and kept forwarding it, and then we were all mixed up, so I don't depend too much on that. Hmm. Have you ever videoed yourself speaking? I have. Have you been horrified? No, not really. Not as much as I thought I might be. <laughs> <laughs> I have been horrified. Have you ever had uh, one of your loved ones in the crowd that gave you a nice critique afterwards? Yes, I have. 
And yes. at first, that is really helpful to, because you could focus on that person when you're first speaking and you're afraid. You can focus on that person instead of the whole crowd. So it does mm-hmm. help. Yeah, interesting. What about using the word um? That's a real big problem for people that are new to speaking. Well, if you record yourself or videotape yourself, you will notice if you're saying um a lot or and or, you know, any of those things like like. You have to look for those things and then try to work on it. How important is it to watch other people that are really good to learn the dialect and the style? It's very important. If you watch other speakers, you can see if you like their style or if you want to change something when you're speaking. You can watch how they're using their hands, how they're using, if they're using notes, if they're standing behind the podium or if they're off to the side, if they're using PowerPoint. You can watch how they do it and try to copy them until you find your own style. Where can you find great speaking events? Besides TED Talks, <laughs> which are all incredible, by the way. And even local yes. TED, TED Talks these days are incredible. Where That's else one of the can, main ones. Yeah. Where, where else? Uh, you can watch Steve Jobs and some of his talks. And you can find any of the great speakers. My husband was watching National Geographic, and they have a lot of speakers come in. And I, we were watching how they, their gestures and how they performed, and that was helpful. Hmm. Is there a gesture manual that you think is quite interesting? Could you, could, you, could you share some gestures with us that you think are effective? I think Besides the, the, manual, the middle finger at the audience? Oh, <laughs> I think the manual would be the Toastmasters, actually, because it, oh. each time you get up to give a speech, you have a different thing to work on, and one of them was definitely gestures. So mm-hmm. you could you could use your hands to um when you're saying me you point to yourself and and then you put your arms out and point to the audience and and then you focus on a certain person or you know your hands are usually what you use to talk with anyway so just do the way you usually do with your hands now, do you support uh, the way Miley Cyrus uh, communicates with her audience? <laughs> no, I don't like her hand gestures at all. <laughs> Uh, okay. Her body her. language is quite interesting, too. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to use that as an example, not what not to do. What not to do. Got it. Okay. Is there any uh, food intake that's good for curbing being nervous and anything you recommend from a dietary perspective? Well, I interviewed Trudy Scott, and she's written a book about nutrition, and she has had anxiety attacks in the past and one of the things that she's given up was gluten and when I got to talking to her I had to give up gluten for other reasons and I figured out that maybe around the time I gave up gluten is when I stopped being so nervous so we think gluten but it's a very difficult thing to give up what about the famed after lunch presentation any tips and advice on that tough tough crowd well if if they're done you'll have a better audience if than if they're eating and talking at their tables so mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to speak during lunch but after lunch would probably be better i haven't really done that so i don't have any tips on that mm-hmm. well pray you don't get that crowd it's tough <laughs> what about the last crowd that you 
you know, of a three or four day conference, very last session. Any thoughts on that? Well, sometimes they're still trying to get as much out of the conference as possible. So maybe they will be a good audience, I would think. What about relational to bringing in the fact that they're, they are in fact tired, they are in fact exhausted, they're thinking about their traveling plans, tying and weaving that reality into the presentation. Do you think that's a good idea? Well, maybe you do. Yes, I would think so. And then maybe you bring in something that gets their attention. Uh, one of our last speakers brought in pictures, things that were really, really got our attention. And she brought in demonstrations, and she demonstrated how to put a tent up and different things like that. So that got our attention, even though she was the last speaker. Another clever idea would be to check on some of the flights or the weather reports at an airport and you know, alert the crowd that all flights are leaving on time, despite the fact that it's just started snow. You know, just common sense stuff that connects with the audience. Agree? Yeah, that would be great then they would really be paying attention to you because they wouldn't be worried about those things. Exactly. How much, how much homework, if you will, do you do to the audience that you're speaking to? Well, most of my speaking has been with writers and students and that sort of thing, so I kind of know the demographic of those groups. But I mm-hmm. think it would be a good idea to know your group that you're speaking to. Yeah, It's hard to get under the skin of the target audience, that's for sure. Sure. Um, you know, and you don't have any tips on that, or can anybody can anybody find anything in your book about that topic? Maybe you could find something about that person, a few of the people in the audience, and mm-hmm. bring them in. I've been to things where people brought me in to part of their conversation because they knew me. So that would be a good way to do that. Interesting. Interesting. So Jill, Jill, so Jill, tell us. Um, who would you like to get a hold of you, and how can they get a hold of you? Well, I think this book would be helpful for people in business, students, and for writers, to name a few groups. And they can get a hold of me. They can get a hold of my book from Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And they can find me on the web at JillVanderwood.com. That's V-A-N-D-E-R-W-O-O-D. And the name of my book is Shaking Behind the Microphone, Overcoming the Fear of Public Speaking. Jill, really appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks very much. Thank you, Byron. My pleasure. Until next week, everybody, I hope you're left a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.